In this episode, we're going to look at why failure is such a big problem. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to dive into why failure is such a big problem. I want to talk about why we all struggle with it, why it sucks so much. And potentially, most importantly, I want to talk about what we can do about it, how we can change the way that we approach failure to, first of all, make it not suck so much. But second of all, potentially reduce the failures that we have to go through in order to find success. So this should be a super good episode. Now, before we jump into that, today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Getting your daily dose of vitamins and nutrients isn't always easy. There's no perfect diet. And no matter how well we try to eat, we're still likely to be missing things that our body needs to perform at its best. That's what Athletic Greens is for. I've been drinking Athletic Greens first thing in the morning, most mornings, and it's an awesome way to get my nutrients in for the day, leaving me feeling more energetic, able to focus just a little bit longer, which is phenomenal for days like today when I'm doing marathon recording, um, recording four or five episodes today, planning three or four episodes. Having Athletic Greens in my toolbox makes that possible for me. It's packed with adaptogens, vitamin C, probiotics, and a bunch of other things that your body will thank you for. And right now, Athletic Greens is giving my audience a special offer on top of their all-in-one formula, which is a free liquid vitamin D supplement with your first purchase for additional immune support. Now, I've been using this supplement every single day for the last month or so. It's getting colder where I'm at, and it's massively helpful because I'm getting less sunlight and just getting that vitamin D is so, so great. Plus, my immune system is improving as a result of it. So if you're looking to upgrade your multivitamin or take one nutritional formula that's going to help cover your daily nutritional bases, then you want to consider Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens makes getting as much high-quality nutrition as possible incredibly easy without the need to buy multiple products. Make an investment in your health today and try the ultimate all-in-one wellness bundle and support your immunity, gut health, and energy by visiting athleticgreens.com slash tiny leaps. You'll receive up to a year's supply of liquid vitamin D for free with your first purchase. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash tiny leaps, or just click the link in the description of this episode. Setting goals is one of the top recommended things when trying to create meaningful change in your life. Simply put, if you want to accomplish something, you set a goal. This is supposed to help you get clarity on what you want, better understand the actions required to get there, and clearly see your progress over time. Sounds good, doesn't it? So why is it that so many of us fail to reach our goals? I don't want to go over the numbers again. I I do this all the time. But you already know that the vast majority of people who set goals don't accomplish them. We've seen numbers range from 70% all the way up to 92%. But the point is, it's a lot. It's a very high percentage of us that set goals and do not ever accomplish them. The problem, I think, is threefold. There is an issue with how we set our goals. There is an issue with how we pursue our goals. And there is a problem with how we measure progress. Let's dig into them. 
When it comes to setting goals, most people fall into one of three camps. You don't set goals or only set them around New Year's. You set goals but don't have a solid system for doing so. Or you set goals and utilize the most famous framework, which is the SMART system. We already know the issue with the first group, so we'll go ahead and skip over that. If you're not setting goals, you should do that. That's a good place to start. The major issue with the second group, you can probably guess, is that setting goals with no system can be helpful, but it won't be consistent. A solid approach to goal setting is the difference between creating results regularly over long periods of time and sitting around waiting for something to just work out for you, for something to spark. You're setting goals blindly and hoping that it works. To break that down further, if you're setting goals without a system, that's the first major reason why you may fail to reach those goals. Now, for the third group, those who set goals and rely on the SMART framework, and just to recap that really quickly, just in case you're not familiar, the SMART framework is a way of setting goals that stands for Specific, Measurable, Actionable, Relevant, and Timely or timed. So the purpose is to give you a framework for if your goals fit all of these five things, it's a good goal. While this framework is helpful and can help you produce consistent results, I honestly find it to be very lacking. Now, if you're a longtime listener of the show, a few months ago, I introduced you to a new goal setting framework that I developed. It's called the LEAP method. The idea is simple. Rather than the qualities prioritized by the SMART framework, which are specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and timed, I argue that a goal needs to be long-term, empathetic, actionable, and process-focused, aka LEAP. I believe that while the SMART framework can be helpful in setting good goals for a team or organization, it's not as valuable when looking at creating long-lasting change in an individual's life. What happens after you've accomplished your very specific goal? What do you do next? What do you do if you measure for progress and find yourself going up and down? What happens if the time limit runs out and you haven't yet reached the goal? Does it count as a failure if you made progress but didn't actually hit the target? These are all very real questions that need to be addressed in our goal setting, and I find that the LEAP framework is better suited to tackle them than the SMART framework is. Your goal is long-term, so whether or not you hit it by a certain time doesn't matter. It's about continuously pursuing it over a long period of time. It's empathetic, so if you aren't making progress or need to revisit it based on life changes, you can do that. It's, of course, actionable because taking action is what matters most, and it's process-focused because we believe that by showing up and taking the action, you start to build the habit of taking that action. Even if you don't perform a certain way, even if you don't accomplish a certain thing during that specific engagement, showing up still matters and it still counts as a win. As long as you are doing the process, you are winning. So we've looked at what might be wrong in the process of setting a goal, whether you're approaching it from a smart framework, whether you have no framework or whether you just don't set goals at all. We've looked at what could be done better there. Now let's look at the flaws in how we pursue that goal and in how we measure those goals. There are two big issues here. We set goals that are too big and ultimately out of reach, or we expect progress to be linear. For some reason, the world of personal development has created a war on the word realistic. We've developed this idea that by acknowledging whether or not something is realistic, we are somehow limiting ourselves. It doesn't jive with that new mindset of abundance that we just developed. So it must be bad, right? Here's the thing. 
acknowledging whether or not something is realistic is not a bad thing at all. It's not limiting. In fact, it gives us more options in the long term. Saying something isn't realistic doesn't mean it will never be. Saying something isn't realistic doesn't mean it's never going to be realistic. It means that it's not right now based on the situation you are currently in, which is newsflash what you should be making your decisions on. Something being unrealistic simply means it's out of reach for right now. To help illustrate this, I like using the example of a frog crossing a pond using lily pads. When the frog starts crossing, the other side is unreachable. It's completely unrealistic to believe that the frog could take one jump and make it to the other side. If the frog keeps trying that, he'll just end up soaking wet in the pond. So how to proceed? Well, there's a lily pad in front of the frog that he can reach if he jumps. He can't reach the other side. That's unrealistic. What's realistic for him is that first lily pad. So the frog's job isn't to try and jump to the other side of the pond. The job is simply to jump to the next lily pad. You keep doing that. And when you land, it opens up access to the next pad, a pad that was unrealistic for you to reach once before. You can't jump three pads ahead. You're not going to reach. But you can jump to the very next one and the very next one. And then that opens up that third pad. Eventually, the frog reaches the other side and bam, a goal that was once out of the realm of possibilities that was unrealistic has been accomplished. That's how your goals need to work. Don't listen to the nonsense advice of aiming so big you're terrified or of shooting for the moon so you can at least land amongst the stars. All of that stuff sounds nice to say. That's why it got so popular, but it has no real practicality. Your job is to hold on to the desire for more, hope for more, wish for more, push yourself for more. Then take the next tiny leap to the lily pad right in front of you. We don't try to do things that are unrealistic. We find paths to the unrealistic. And finally, we need to change the way that we measure progress. Change is not linear. It's not exponential. It doesn't happen in a straight line, nor does it happen in one direction. It's a constant back and forth that eventually leads to somewhere different. We need to start expecting the back and forth, the alternating days of moving forward with sliding backwards. Here's a perfect example. I've been on a journey to take my weight and health more seriously this year. Back in March, I weighed about 207 pounds. After months of working hard, running regularly, controlling my diet, I was able to drop 21 pounds down to 186. And during that process, it was constantly up and down. Some days I shot back up. Other days I went down. Over time, though, I made progress and I was able to accomplish those 21 pounds. Now, Do you want to know what I weigh as of today? 195. So you might look at that and say, wow, you gained 10 pounds or nine pounds. I guess you failed at your goal. But that's insane. That is insane for us to think. But most people do think that way. When we look at goal setting, if we look at where we are now, if it's backwards from where we were a few months ago, it doesn't matter if it was still progress based on where we started. We completely ignore that progress. But the truth is that making progress consistently over a long period of time is about sliding backwards. The goal is to slide back and still move forward while you're doing it. It's for the inevitable loss of progress to still be progress in and of itself when you compare it to where you started. I weigh 195 today. That is higher than I was a few months ago. 
after all that work, I could look at that and say, wow, I failed. Or I could look at where I started and say, I've made progress. Over the course of those last few months, I went from having the habits and behaviors that maintained my weight at 207 and could have even taken me further to developing the habits and behaviors that now maintains my weight at 196. It doesn't matter that I was once at 186. It doesn't matter that I couldn't maintain it there. I don't have those habits and behaviors yet. What matters is the habits I build along the way. When I do get back to 186 and I'm able to stay there, it'll be because I've learned the habits I need to do so. And the same will be true when I get down to 180 and the same will be true with any change that you create. That's how we need to start measuring our progress when it comes to the long-term lifestyle-based goals that we set. It should not be about linear progress. It should not be comparing where you started to your lowest point. It should be about where you are now and whether or not that was progress from where you started, regardless of whether or not there were some losses involved along the way. Ultimately, we're trying to change behavior. We're facing the habits we've built and trying to change that person into someone new. It's not supposed to happen in one direction. The old you, the old version of you is going to fight back. The version of you that you are trying to beat is going to hold on to power desperately. Take the wins you get regardless of if you went backwards along the way. So there you have it. We've looked at the process of setting goals We've looked at the way we actually pursue those goals, and we've looked at the way that we measure those goals. Your job is to take this information and create change in your life. Because failure is not an option, it's a requirement. I've said this before, but for anyone who is new or for anyone who needs the reminder, you can only move forward if you fail. So where do you start? The next lily pad. You can do it. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really appreciate you. If you are new here, do me a favor, click subscribe wherever you're tuning in. Give the show a rating and review. I'd super appreciate that. And share this episode with one person who you think needs to hear it. You could be the reason that they finally make progress in their own life. That could be because of you. So take that moment, share it with one person in your life who you love and who you think needs to hear this. I encourage you to check out today's sponsor, Athletic Greens. You can do so by heading over to athleticgreens.com slash tiny leaps or just click the link in the description of this episode. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for being here. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day.